Good morning, this is Sense7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Monday the 10th of January 2022. Asia in Kazakhstan. Protests have continued in the largest city Almaty and other places. Over 160 people are reported to have died, including some security forces. Over 5,000 people have been arrested. Protests started more than a week ago because of a rise in fuel prices. However, the protests became general anti-government protests, demanding the resignation of President Tassim Tokayev. Tokayev has removed Prime Minister Askar Mamin and has removed all remaining power from Nursultan Nazarbayev, who was Kazakhstan's autocratic ruler for almost 30 years until 2019. President Tokayev has said that he has told security forces to fire without warning at demonstrators. In Bangladesh, a fire has destroyed parts of a Rohingya refugee camp. Hundreds of homes were destroyed, belonging to Rohingya Muslims who have left Myanmar in the last five years. In China, 14 million people in the city of Tianjin will be tested for COVID-19 after 20 people tested positive. Another 14 million people in the cities of Xi'an and Yushu are currently in lockdown. In Australia, tennis world number one Novak Djokovic is still confined to a hotel used for asylum seekers as he challenges the decision to deny him a visa. Djokovic has said that he is exempt from needing a coronavirus vaccine because he tested positive for COVID-19 on December the 16th. There has been anger that the Serbian tennis star attended an awards ceremony the day after testing positive. In Japan, McDonald's is only selling small portions of fries because of global supply problems. KFC made the same decision in December in Japan, and in Kenya, KFC ran out of chips last week. America's United States Secretary of State Antony Blinken has accused Russia of gaslighting about Ukraine, suggesting that Russia is creating a false narrative of the situation. Russia has moved about 100,000 soldiers to the border with Ukraine, and Ukraine and NATO have said that Russia is threatening to invade. Russia says that it does not intend on invading Ukraine and has said that Ukraine and NATO are threatening Russia. This weekend, Blinken said that Russia was deliberately creating a false narrative 
of the situation. So how does Moscow explain its actions? With disinformation. It claims that Ukraine is threatening Russia, that Ukraine seeks to provoke a conflict, and that the Russian troop buildup and the tanks and heavy artillery are all purely defensive. That's like the fox saying it had to attack the hen house because its occupants somehow pose a threat. We've seen this gaslighting before. When Russia invaded Ukraine in 2014, it claimed that Ukraine was the aggressor to justify pre-planned military action. Let's remember that over the past two decades, Russia invaded two neighboring countries, Ukraine and Georgia, and maintains troops and munitions in Moldova against the will of the government. It's interfered in elections in many nations, including our own. It's used chemical weapons to try to assassinate opponents of the Russian government, including poisoning Sergei and Yulia Skripal when they were on NATO ally territory in England. Also in the United States, a fire in New York has killed at least 19 people. The cause of the fire in the Bronx district is not known. In Ecuador, a volcano in the Galapagos Islands has erupted. Gas and ash erupted from Wolf Volcano this weekend. However, there was no known damage to populated areas. Africa. In Nigeria, at least 200 people are believed to have been killed in attacks by militants. Local reports say that militants attacked villages after airstrikes by the Nigerian army. Mali will receive severe economic sanctions from ECOVAS, the Economic Community of West African States, because of a delay to its elections. A military junta has controlled Mali since a coup d'etat in 2020, The 15 countries that are part of ECOWAS met in Ghana this weekend after the Malian military junta said that elections would be held in 2025 instead of February this year. ECOWAS is also closing all its borders with Mali. Europe. In the United Kingdom, the Education Secretary has said that he wants the UK to learn to live with the coronavirus. Nahim Zahawi said that he wants the UK to show the rest of the world how to move from pandemic to endemic. I hope we'll be one of the first major economies to demonstrate to the world how you transition from pandemic to endemic, and then deal with this however long it remains with us, whether five, six, seven, ten years. And in Spain, a badger has helped to find over 200 Roman coins in a cave. The coins date from the 3rd to 5th century and were found next to a badger's den. Researchers believe that a badger removed the coins when searching for food. That's your world news in seven minutes. You can find transcripts or send us a message at send7.org. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Tomorrow, you will be with Juliet Martin. Have a great day.